All right. Welcome, Haley, to the podcast. So, we're, you know, Haley, we're just talking about relationships and commitments <laughs> and kind of both of our like, man, we're just constantly always growing um, and self-help. So I kind of want, we weren't even planning on keeping this part of the episode, but people that are jumping in right now, um, we're talking about this sort of battle between how long you stay with someone or how, how can you commit to someone. Um, so Haley, talk about for you and your experience and even from your coaching perspective, um, what it feels like to know whether you should stay with someone or in your coaching too, like kind of the key things. Then we were talking about, is this a growth? Is this something for growth? Or do you feel like you're being held back? So talk about something, the things you've seen in your work that are kind of those, those symptoms, those signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say from, you know, from my personal experience, like I was telling you off camera, I leave a relationship early if I know that, you know, peace out, if I know the person's not going to grow. But I also mm -hmm. feel like from a perspective, what I've noticed with clients or even just like talking with people, people stay way too long, way, 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 way too long. And I, and I think that there's a belief in our society and I've seen this just by being in this industry. It's the fear of being alone, right? There's so mm -hmm. much I would rather be with someone than be not with anybody. And so it's mm -hmm. really getting over that fear because really it's, it's like, it's better to be with someone that you're both growing together, sexually, spiritually, emotionally, than to be with someone where you've completely outgrown the person and yet it's just so comfortable. You stay. Mm. Yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a big thing in society right now. And I'm sure we both see it constantly with mm -hmm. our clients, right? Like I, I have guys reach out to me and they're like, um, in the, in these like desperate situations. And I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I've been there for, it's been years, but like, you know, a lot of these people and you've seen in your work, you have to grow kind of your self love before probably anything. Right. Yeah. And I also think too, it's like what I was telling you for me, like where I'm personally at right now, it's like not letting someone get in the way of your growth. Right. Like if, if mm -hmm. you're listening to this podcast, you're like both of us. We both mm -hmm. love growing, love personal development and going deeper and deeper into that area. And so if you were like that, you're not going to be happy if you're with someone that's also not growing, right? I mean, it's just, it's not going to work. Yeah. And, and it could be tough to like know for some people where it's like the line has been drawn, you know, I can't, can't stay in this any longer or, you know, it's just like one fight, right? But we're we're usually growing. That's not common, right? So in your work, do you find, because I know you work with couples and for people listening, you know, Haley, you know, helps connect women to their sexualities, their bodies, so they're more comfortable um, and, and growing that aspect. Um, so in your work, what are you seeing, like in terms of that? Yeah, and I would say, to clarify too, I also work with one-to-one -to -one too for men or women. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also to answer your question about the, what have I seen? <laughs> this is something I've seen over and over again. I'm like, oh my God. Well, you know, I always say the study, study is that the 40% of American couples are sexless, mm -hmm. which they only have sex once a month. Well, I had a mm -hmm. call with someone yesterday who was in that situation. And I think it, you know, obviously I don't think COVID is helping. So that is a mm -hmm. component. So I don't think we should, you know, I'm, there's no judgment here, y'all, like at all, because it's obviously we're going through a weird time in our society. Um, but I definitely think that that's, a, that's something I, I see a lot is where people, 
um, where maybe one person wants to work on their sex life and wants to improve it, but the other person sees nothing wrong with has, having less sex. Like, what? Mm. I don't care. It wasn't that great to begin with. So once a week or once a month is good for me. Right. So if we're looking at like a more typical relationship where like the woman is more feminine and the guy is more masculine, like who do you think in that situation, like, because I know in Data's work, David Data, people who aren't listening, author, spiritual relationship um, world, um, he'll say that like the feminine is kind of the guiding light to sexuality and ultimately mm -hmm. like, you know, it'll be almost up to her for it to like the spark to happen. Do you think that too? Or is that like? Yeah, okay. I think women really control it. that's why i do my post about want to be wet or want to be turned on want to be juicy yeah. because that's really what all women are craving but if your relationship turns you off if he turns you off everything he does annoys you um if it's i always say too and what i try to say in my post in my coaching is it's not even about the sex it's everything before it right mm, it's 100%. it's your conversations it's the emotional connection it's you know foreplay isn't even foreplay foreplay is talking to each other right now right right before right. You know, after work or before dinner and so all of that is what you know it's going on you know is the important stuff so i think that you know for people listening how is that for y'all mm, yeah because i would say Haley, we probably have like a, a 70 30 uh, men to women um mm -hmm. on this on the listenership and for my guys you know we're kind of tasked with like skillfully i know i was with this in my own relationship was just skillfully navigating your house so that I know data says that too, um, mm -hmm. to make sure that like you're communicating well, cause you said the sex won't happen maybe at two o'clock when you don't respectfully ask her how her day was when she enters the room, you know, like that's, that subtle thing, you know, later at night, like, you know, you didn't, when she walks into the room, did you greet her? Like, did you make her feel good? You know, make her feel sexy. Like that's kind of like the guy's responsibility. So for my guys listening, like, if you're wondering why sex doesn't happen and you think it's all her fault. <laughs> Are you or even two, two, like from a, <laughs> this might okay. Even from a two from a selfish point of view, if you don't do any foreplay, you rush it, you stick it in, you come real quick, pull out, you're mm -hmm. done. That's yeah. no. Yeah. Like like I hear I'm that hoping, that happens. Yeah, oh, I mean, I I'm very well aware that it's definitely happening. Uh, I think it's just consciousness sex right yeah like i think it's, it's probably happened with couples who've been with each other for a while and it can happen definitely with singles too i mean mm -hmm. it's just what do you think it is do you think it's just like a lack of connection between the two people is it lust like it's a lack of love maybe right because i think if you were love like coming from a love perspective you would like want the foreplay <laughs> you would like you would uh, want to... what do you think Haley? okay so from What's talking to a guy in my industry too about this i think it's very and from my own observation, I think it's just lack of awareness, like what you're saying, lack of awareness. I also think it's like not judging men because a lot of men just don't know, right? And mm -hmm. I think that I just had a guy reach out to me on LinkedIn before this call. So I think it's, um, you know, maybe they don't know that that's a big mm. turnoff, you know? And I also think a lot of porn doesn't really show the, you know what I'm saying? Like the average oh, yeah. woman does take like 40 minutes, you know? Yeah. Unless she's like really ready to go, like, oh my God, I'm ready, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that it's very, and it's lack of communication for the woman. Like, I had a conversation yesterday and a woman that was saying, man, you know what? I'm so unfulfilled. I'm just so unhappy. And I was like, 
you're telling me, are you telling him that? And so I think yeah. a lot of times, I mean, I don't know, people listening, y'all let us know about this. You can DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear your feedback on it. But a lot of times with women, it's like you're complaining to your girlfriend, but you're not telling him that. Mm. Yeah, that <laughs> communication, communication is like one of the biggest things for allowing sex to happen, you know, because it happens, like I was saying, like throughout the day, every, every time you have a lack of communication, like you're probably not going to have sex that day because it's, yeah. it's like no one's going to feel good. Well, that's what I was trying to tell the woman. I'm like, listen, you don't even need lube if you were connected to him and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel I'll safe. I feel seen. I'm emotionally connected. I'm, I'm, my clothes are off now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to take a step back too because I don't want to forget what you said. Like, because I've heard in the industry, I love the phrase talk confidence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk, yeah. Yeah. I, and yeah. that's a big thing for guys and like, every guy every guy at least some point in their life obviously when you were younger you probably didn't have the confidence right and it's all upstairs it's almost it's almost never down here and there's obviously no one's talking about it we don't have classes where they teach you how to, how to like be present and focus on your woman and not your insecurities so guys that are listening you know we maybe we could talk about like most of the time it's probably an insecurity whereas it's not nothing wrong with your penis you know, it's, it's getting your confidence up. And then after that, once your confidence is there, focusing on her, right? Because that's ultimately pleasing her is going to turn you on and helping you be more conscious. Is that what you feel too, Haley? Yeah, I think the whole cock power thing is huge. But same thing, I mean, cock power and pussy power, they're basically both the same thing, right? It's both yeah. confidence, self-esteem, being able to communicate what you need, right? Without mm -hmm. judgment, remove the judgment and the shame. Yeah, I think exactly. that's so, so important. And I was actually going to do, I'll probably do this post tomorrow, talking about just like building each other up, right? Like I've had so many guys DM me, and this is something that happens with a lot of women in my industry, asking about size. And that's a huge mm -hmm. insecurity. Even if a guy's like normal or big or whatever, whatever there's still insecurity, you know? And so I always <laughs> tell women, I'm like, build it up and make it like, oh my you know, like make it yeah. illegal, you know, because that's so much pressure on them. Yeah, I, uh, it's funny, like, I play, so I play college soccer, and I think the quickest way to get over your insecurity is walking into a locker room full of like 60 guys when you're, <laughs> when you're a freshman in college. And like, that was what I, that was what I learned. I was like, oh, like, I'm just, you know, like, it's whatever, you know, like, it's at this point, you pretty much, like it's tearing off the band-aid like if you weren't comfortable naked with your body before it was like trial by fire <laughs> so do you recommend like any bodily practices or even outside of that that women and even men too can like if they didn't have that trial by fire like I did, like how they can get more comfortable with themselves yeah so what i've been doing with the public floor doctor that i've been seeing and this is what men and women both need to be doing You, we need Wait, to be what breathing. You? I, what, I'm oh, doing it right now. You need to be breathing through your belly. <laughs> <laughs> it like cut out for a second. I was like, okay. I know, I'm so like, breathe. Because breathe the thing is, is, you know, a lot of the high energy people, I'm sure if anybody's listening, is like very like high energy like me. We breathe through our chest. We forget all mm. of a sudden. It's like, whoa, I'm not breathing right. You breathe through your belly. Mm. So just like take a moment to do that. Yeah, and just slow down. Mm. Slow down, slow down, slow down. It's uh, the go, go, goers. 
And that's both men and women. Yeah. Um, and so that uh, that's huge. And dancing, dancing helps with both, right? It helps women be in the feminine, it helps men be masculine. Now, obviously, I don't know what every, you know, with COVID going on, I don't even know if there are dance classes going on. <laughs> I do my hip, my hip hop classes virtually, but oh, it's, awesome. yeah, it's so, so important to get in the body. Okay. So that's like a part of your practice is just implementing more things, especially for women that can get into their feminine and guys too, right? Get into their feminine more, whether it's dancing or taking a moment to just relax and take a deep breath, like just be a part of life and get kind of stuck out of their tightness, like their tight energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would also say too, um, cause I said this on a, on a live video I did recently on Instagram, um, the guy was saying, what am I working on right now? I'm working on my breast area and my heart, right? Because if your heart isn't open, you can't attract love. You can't attract what you want, right? A lot of people, we unconsciously walk around with our heart open like this. Even women do because we're all, fight this guy, you know, because we do this because our society is so masculine. It's crazy, you know? So, um, yeah, that's been a huge one recently. It's just like, like I do it in the shower sometimes. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? What's going on? Open up, open up. You're okay. Right. You know? Yeah. Listeners, listeners, you couldn't hear this, but Haley was, was boxing for a second there. And she's oh, yeah. <laughs> in referencing <laughs> a, closed, a closed heart, like basically just a not, basically a non-conscious like person, um, which that's a big part of what I talk about too is that, some guys and, and women too, I'm sure, believe they, they fall into love. Like, whereas like, I try to open the perspective that it's like, have an open heart, you know? Cause love's not like, I don't believe it's something you fall into or out of. Like you can just love. Now, whether you want to be in a relationship or single is your choice. But like, if you meet someone like, cause when people come out of breakups, they're just like, oh, you know, like I, I'll never find someone again like that. And I'm always just like, sure you will <laughs> you know what I mean it's like if you want to so I love the opening of the heart to me that that's huge <laughs> yeah no listen I love that you said that though because that's such a great point because I think that our, our ego makes everything complicated right the ego says oh my god I'm never gonna have that again yeah um but yeah you're right about that like I one of my very first clients which is funny because you know, I focus on a woman, but, but one of my very first clients was a man and he was mm. single. He could not find a girlfriend. His belief was like, oh my God, I'm going to be single forever. Yeah. And I was like, no, you're not. But if you keep feeding yourself the belief you're going to, you will. That's a, so this brings me towards like a mindset and attitude thing. Like, is that a blocker you see with some clients? Like, you're like, hold up, hold up. Like, you know, like that's a clear mindset. Like, issue like it's literally like you're saying out loud to me that you can't you won't it's not possible like do you deal with that and, and how do you address like whether it's a woman or a man or a couple like what if they have like a mind just a complete blocker I guess. everybody has mindset issues right our lives yeah. are a reflection of our beliefs so a lot of times if someone has a belief that they can't have the, maybe they don't, they have a belief that they can't have the sex life they want or the emotional connection, or I'll never find another person like him or her or whatever. Yeah. I think mindset plays a huge part in it. Mm. Yeah. I, I think it's almost like the first thing you have to address 
right? Is if, if if you don't believe you can do something or achieve something, like probably not going to be <laughs> be possible for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So for the people listening, I mean, even journal out like what is your beliefs around sex? What is your belief around relationships? Especially mm-hmm. the sex piece. Like, there's a lot of undercurrent of society's beliefs, religion, shame, guilt, whatever under here that people we don't even realize mm-hmm. until we journal it out and then you say okay these are my current beliefs what do you want to believe? like you know mm-hmm. yeah asking what your your vision is like what do you what do you want out of everything what is your ideal vision for your relationship your career that's great i i, I think journaling is huge um i've gone back and forth on it but i definitely still like recommend like it's a self-discipline practice right kind of just like you take everything that's on here that you aren't consciously knowing you're thinking about and you put it on paper. <laughs> yeah, you make journaling? Yeah. Yes, I love journaling. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's let's go back to sexuality. I know this is what you, you're always wanting to talk about, Haley. This is your... Here's <laughs> <this is your, laughs> that, This is your bread and butter. Um, you, I've seen your big kind of marketing thing. I've, I've seen it too. Like, I mean, I know guys will talk about it, women faking orgasms mm. so I mean I have my opinions on it but I want to hear like where you think it comes from and like why I mean it's mostly coming from women right it's, it's pretty much only you know what's funny too is like whenever I do that post I'm like I get so many comments about it and people are like I would never do that I'm like really are you sure yeah um but yeah I think that's coming from societal programs right I mean we're in a whole different period right now the liberation of the feminine and women being empowered just as much as men and I think that you know women have been programmed forever really to please men right and think about it a long time ago we only thought about sex as just a procreation right it was Mm -hmm. sex was never for pleasure Mm -hmm. we are only entering into the new era of sex being for pleasure for both people right Mm. so I think it's um yeah I think that's a long belief that's been there forever um and it's because because I think the thing is like we people joke about faking but it's not funny like I I personally mm. don't think faking orgasms is funny and it's not something we need to joke around about or yeah. women that are younger like like oh okay just fake it right you can't make you can't um teach him how to make you come just fake it mm-hmm. no 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 yeah like I told a woman this yesterday, I said, listen, I know this is very blunt, but if you cannot communicate your needs to him, you're not with the right person. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he yeah, has that so big of an ego problem or whatever, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, a really bad habit. Like when I hear anyone say it, I'm like, it's almost like a bad habit. Like stop doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like quit that because it's like setting a bad tone of like respect for yourself, like inside of like the relationship, especially sexually, it's like my orgasm doesn't matter. It's almost like what you're communicating. It's like, you know, because why would you want to settle for that? That just sounds so dull, right? But I know it's it's not coming clearly from that like obvious place. You know, they're trying to be like, well, I just want you to be happy, and like, well, that's all fine and dandy. But if if, if the man is like if he's doing the job in the bedroom, like it, it should come without really like <laughs> having for you to be living like this, in, in my opinion, like having to fake orgasms. And um, yeah, that's one thing I'd like to see 
just not hear about ever. <laughs> oh my God, I know, Kevin. Yeah, but listen, that's one thing that I think it's like, that's why I always talk about this so much. I want it to be so normal, right? Like, you know how people mm-hmm. act weird and like, you know about money? Like, I want it to be so normalized, liberating people sexually and financially, but especially sexually, mm-hmm. because people are, there's so much still taboo around that. When, mm-hmm. if we make it a, not a big deal, then the woman could say, hey, listen, you know what? Like, I actually need a lot longer to mm-hmm. have an orgasm. I've, I've really had a stressful day. You know, maybe we can do more foreplay or whatever she mm-hmm. needs. I don't know. Um, yeah. Because that's what people need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like for for guys, like, if, you know, when I'm coaching guys, a big theme is like kind of being conscious. And that foreplay is like, arguably one of the more fun parts to me like when I'm when I'm saying like that's when things are really like spicy but of course everything's great you know <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you're not doing foreplay it tells me also something about the guy too like why are you just you know you're getting in there and that's that's it you know it's like what happened to the love making right so it almost says something about the guy too not just the girl in that type of situation well, yeah, too. And I think that it's, you know, it all goes back to cervical orgasms. You will never have, for a woman listening, you'll never have a cervical orgasm if your heart isn't open and you're really turned on. Mm-hmm. Right? It won't happen. Yeah. And this actually brings me down a great path. So, uh, great topic because I've been wanting to talk about it with you. Uh, I just had Milena on, on my Instagram live. We were talking about um, just feminine energy and, well, both masculine and feminine energy. And we also touched on, like kind of the history of how relationships have like transformed where we're at now. And, you know, I was talking to her and I was like, yeah, cause like, you know, we had dependency relationships for a long time and, you know, women were just, they just weren't like in, like they weren't going to be able to financially provide them for themselves. It just wasn't a part of society's like expectations, <laughs> you know, for a long time. And I was telling her how that just puts women in this insecure spot you know, permanently. And then thankfully we've gone past that. Right. And now we're in this part where I see us and we're like in this 50, 50 sort of contribution time, right. We're now both the man and the woman or whatever, right. We're contributing financially. We're both trying to improve and grow. Um, And then in this this David data book I'm reading, because I wanted to bring this up to her, there's this kind of third stage. Right. And this is probably, I mean, this is what you're trying to help people get to too, is right. This like, intimate communion is what is what the book is called i don't know if you read it before um but it's basically like the final stage of what you kind of said a woman kind of surrendering to the masculine or whatever role if it's a woman masculine man is feminine whatever you want to play like you're playing in those roles and it's like a perfect dance right but it's, it's so difficult right to grow and get that in a relationship but um i just want to get your thoughts on like about all of this, <laughs> like how 50-50 couples, right? Cause I'm sure you see a lot of those that are like, they're both on like really good communication wavelengths, but the sex is like, it's kind of dull. Um, so I know this is a lot, I just threw at you, but <laughs> what is like your approach to a couple that wants to get to that next stage, right? Where it's easy to have this dance, if you will. <laughs> mm, it's so interesting. I think it's, um... You know, it's so funny too. I went on a date recently and the guy wanted to split the check. I'm like. (laughs) Um, And so I think it's very, 
I'm to be totally honest with you, I'm so traditional and I believe that the guy should pay the first date. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in terms of people that. doing 50-50, I think it's like, yeah, you're I mean, long term, you have to have the balance of masculine and feminine, right? Y'all, and I, I think that's why we see this like, y'all, we even see it in nature, right? Like getting destroyed. Like where I live right now, I go up. I look out my window and it's all construction. Like that's the masculine just decimating the feminine and being like no. building bigger and bigger um, apartment complexes, you know? No. I know it's so sad. I'm like, oh. So, you know, this happens too for women where she's in her corporate job all day, grinding out, go home, I'm too tired, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So I think it's, it's like finding the balance for the people listening, you know, you'd figure that out for you, right? Mm-hmm. It's figuring out, okay, maybe you are really masculine in your career. Mm-hmm. Then with your partner, do you want to take a bath, take a shower, do something to transition, then be in the feminine? Because you're right, it is hard. A lot of women, they're like super, very similar to me, very type A, love, um, you know, killing their career. And I get it. I'm all about that too. But it's like, how can you transition to be more of the feminine? Because that's when the, you know, that's when you can open your heart more and, you know, get more juicy. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> what you said earlier was like, the, the reason it brought me to this, because you said in order to like really hit that orgasm that like any woman is trying to experience, right, from a man, mm-hmm. like you both have to be on such an amazing wavelength you know like you're surrendering to his masculine and he better be strong right you know he better be like present and giving you everything he has and the woman has to be like completely surrendering and so I'm sure that creates a lot of questions that women are asking themselves like is he not masculine enough am I being too controlling or like (laughs) what do you see there like yeah and there's definitely a balance now I also want to say too y'all it all depends on individual situations like mm-hmm. everybody has to figure this out for themselves yeah but yeah I do want to say this too in terms of sexually like for women especially like and I've even noticed this myself in my own experience like if she cannot surrender to him sexually to fully let go not even just in terms of uh clitoral orgasms but I'm talking about like the vaginal ones g-spot cervical it's just gonna be disappointing yeah um, and that will not happen, right? And a lot of women, I talked to a woman, uh, a lady on the phone about this yesterday. I'm not judging women for being masculine. That's how society has made us to be, yeah. you know, we have to have jobs and careers and, you know, but I also feel like it's a safety thing. And I talk about safety a lot because yeah, if you don't feel safe enough to open your heart, to be in your body, in your feminine, then yeah, you won't have that deeper orgasm. Mm. Yeah, so maybe she has to ask herself like, yeah, is it, is it A, you know, this man, just he just doesn't get me there. You know, he's a, he, I don't believe in his masculine, maybe is what it is, right? He's just not, or he's just not leading, right? And then, or it's, maybe I'm controlling too much and I'm not settling into my feminine. It could be so many things. Yeah. I mean, or, or the thing is, is like, you know, all women can experience female ejaculation, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is a lot of women, like I told, because I have personal experiences, but a lot of my friends haven't. So I'm constantly trying to tell them, okay, well, what are you doing? You know, how do you feel? You know, that kind of thing. But I think it's like, yeah, that we have so much going on, constantly in the mind, in the mind, in the mind, in the mind. 
Mm. You know, go, 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 go. Mm. That it's like, you really have to be in your body. And there's so much, I've been studying trauma recently. I studied trauma a lot last year where a lot of people are in the trauma response of fight or flight, right? Mm. If you're in that go, go, go mode constantly, then yeah, you're not going to be in your body. So that's why it's so Mm. important to do exercises of getting in the body. Mm. (laughs) You know, I've always had a joke about like people living in New York like how do they ever like how do they like my really i don't know i i I lived there once it was very high energy (laughs) it's the most masculine thing i can think of it's just constant like obstacles like whether it's like you're getting on the train and there's some naked guy standing there like screaming (laughs) like how do you ever relax you know i (laughs) i love the city because it's like to get some shit done like let's go there and like have a great time but man i could not i could not live there it's just too or never like be able to just <laughs> no, you're right about that though kevin i've lived there twice and i would not live there again but yeah that's hard for the people listening like if you are in a bigger city like for me for example you know mm-hmm. i'm in a, atlanta is masculine but yeah. i hike a lot of most weekends i'm hiking mm. or at least in the morning i'll do a morning hike that's the thing too. I, I preach a lot of um, people that don't have an atmosphere where they can, or they live in just a very like New York and they can't get anywhere. I'm like, you just gotta go to the feminine, you know, go to nature and sort of just, if you have to, if you can't get anywhere else, I think it's just a great place to go to like find introspection about yourself too, you know? And if you don't live somewhere where you can do that, it, it's hard, especially, especially now during COVID if you can't travel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Haley. So breaking down this whole conversation and, you know, for women and for my, my guy listeners, give us like, I don't know, three sort of things we can put into practice, whether it's today, like right now, or something to think about even like long-term, it's like get into Tantra, right? <laughs> you know, like how anyone can just sort of get into their bodies and experience more pleasure. There you go. Yeah. So, okay. So three takeaways. Number one, how are you breathing? Are you breathing mm-hmm. in your chest or in your belly? That's a simple mm-hmm. one, right? Two, move more. Even it's like, well, we were talking about this too before the call. Even if it's a simple, I'm going to walk around my kitchen, right? Because I know a lot of people are working from home now. Um, but even if you're not working from home, like walk down your street, right? Mm. Or, um, you know, go to the gym or whatever it is easy for you. But mm. that the moving more. Because the thing is, like, you know, when we talk about the pelvic floor, just like this general area, so much energy gets stuck there. So that's why it's so important for the woman to dance or to just move this area to get all the energy out. Mm. Um, so I would say that's for two. Three, I always tell people to play. I know a lot of people, I feel like people just take things so seriously and like sometimes life is, you know, with everything going on, that's how I do some, some of those funny posts of like two naked people standing upside down because it's funny. Um, yeah, I the play it. thing is really, really big. Like just playing, you know, however you incorporate play. Because that helps to let go of the seriousness. I remember I worked, I'll say this real quick before we get off the call. Yeah. I had a male client who could not have sex with his wife because he had such a bad porn addiction. He couldn't 
you know, get off. Like it was so bad. Mm. Um, and he could only get off to porn. And so sure. I remember being like, you have to play more, you know, like we cannot take this so seriously. And I think that he started to really loosen up and like enjoy it more, especially for your, you know, your male listeners that have problems with premature ejaculation. Like there's so much pressure, let go of it. I love that. I love that play and just let go of the pressure. That's, that's important for some of these listeners. You know, if you're dealing with something like that, where cock confidence that we touched on is, is it's a big deal for guys. They, they show up, they had that spicy date and they're not sure how they're going <laughs> to just relax. You know what I mean? That's great. Haley. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Give them a, um, a shout out where they can find you, you know, your podcast. Instagram. Yeah. So thanks so much. This is so much fun. Thank you. Y'all, so you can find me on Instagram, Haley.Helveston, on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, your guide. And then I also have a podcast on, um, it's your guide to love on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Beautiful. Well, it's always spicy talking to you, Haley. You got to check out her Instagram and her podcast, guys. Like, it's everything you've been scared to talk about that she'll talk about for you so. no really yeah and i say y'all so it's with the southern uh southern term. <laughs> it, it, it's just a little bit of that like traditional not i think it'll it'll make people comfortable listening to it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we make it fun <laughs> that's great well thank you Haley. i'm gonna pause it we can talk after